What is going on guys? My name is Hussein and in this video I want to go through some advices that I have for junior back-end engineers or people who just uh, got a new job in back-end engineering or just general software engineering. And as I was making this video, uh, this was actually an email sent to me by one of you guys and uh, asking me, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do, I am just started this job and I, I'm really overwhelmed and I need some help, uh, what can you, what advice can you give me as, an, as a new backend engineer? And as I was making the video, I, I noticed that most of these advices or I actually can be applied to any level, really. You should have these merits or, or properties. No, that's not a right word. You should have these skills, I guess, uh, whether you're a beginner, back-end engineer, intermediate, or even a senior uh, back-end engineer, you should you should have always these things. And it doesn't really apply just for back-end uh, software engineering, but that's my specialty anyway. So I'm gonna gonna talk to you guys. All right. So how about we start, guys? So the first advice, guys, is take your time. I know it's been your first week, right? And Everything sounds very overwhelming. The new company you joined is using Go and you only know JavaScript or the new company is using Rust and you only know Python. And it's very overwhelming to look at this tons of repos and, and source code and, 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 and all the documentation and the test that's been written for you, right? And he's just like, he, all of this is thrown at your shoulder, right? So first thing is, really, really take your time. Because you're new. And the company is not expecting a miracle. When they hired you, well, whether you're at any level, they're not really expecting anything in a, in a week. or No matter in a month or two, really. They want it just, they know there is a cold start for every engineer to pick up this. And a lot of companies like Facebook even take you to boot, mandatory boot camp, right? You have to go through boot camp whether you're, you're good or not. doesn't matter. Go through the boot camp. So they, they have this kind of, this cold start for every engineer, right? So just like the cold start for a, a serverless architecture. <laughs> the problem is the same thing. So take your time, relax. Right, just enjoy learning. Right, be be open to experience this thing. You're not gonna get everything in one week, and for sure, hell not. You're not gonna get everything in one month or two years, and even a year. Right, you're not gonna understand all of it. So take your time, just relax, and then take each problem piece by piece. And you're going to get there, right? So take your time and enjoy the journey. You're new. Just remember that. You're just, you just started, right? That doesn't mean to have a low bar. No, we're going to get to that. So that's the first advice. Take your time and just relax, right? And then experience everything around you. Taste everything around you. See what you like, right? Because the company is going to have several branches, there is back-end engineers, there is front-end engineers, there is sometimes edge engineering, which is a new thing that, that 
now that's happening, especially with cloud companies, right? That is edge engineering. So taste everything, database engineering. See what you really, really gravitate to and taste that and see if what you like. Maybe you are a front front end engineer. You excel in front end engineering and mobile application. You built the best performance mobile applications. Stay there, right? Or maybe you are a database engineer. You analyze every single query and you squeeze every possible performance of every query. It really depends, right? So taste everything. And the company wants you to do that. It sees like, where do you gravitate to? Because when I first joined my company, I mean, I, I have around 15 years of experience professionally, but I started programming when I was 16 years old. So I'm now 37, 37 years old. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of programming experience, but professionally, my 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 experience 15 years. So when, when I first started on my current job at Esri, right, I've been... Uh, I've been, I've been working with Esri for five years, and I didn't know really where to fit, right? They hired me for a specific job, but after one year, I end up doing completely different thing. Because I start tasting everything, and I, that's what I love about my company. It's just like, they says, like, where do you fit? And you will gravitate towards something, and eventually you're going to love it, and you start just producing great output and they're gonna notice that they're gonna notice that when you passionate about what you like and what you do you're gonna produce great output so take your time it's gonna come to you like a flashlight is that the right saying i don't know (sighs) number two advice number two stay hungry Keep learning. Make sure that you will never, ever fill up with knowledge. This is a bowl that is never filled. I remember a very popular saying. I'm not sure who said it. Maybe Imam Ali, Salam Ali. But I believe the saying, I'm translating to English, but every container will be filled or can be filled by its content, except the container of knowledge, right? So if you're, you will never fill that container with knowledge. The knowledge will never be filled. So you will always, you can always learn and is never be filled, right? Yeah, there are stuff that you can forget, but you there will always be new stuff to learn. So keep up, stay hungry, keep learning, and anything you look at, is a potential learning capability. Now, you might not be interested in that thing, and that's absolutely fine. Obviously, I'm not saying that you should learn everything in the world. No, right? I am not interested in flags, right? Yeah, so I'm not interested in flags. I'm not going to learn about flags, right? Or how to design a great flag, right? So I don't care about that particular knowledge, but I do care about how to create a performant database engine that is optimized for rights only, right? So I, I like that. 
So I'm going to learn more about it. And you're going to immediately find that. You just, oh, ah, I like this stuff. Mm, I don't really care about that stuff. Eh, I don't really care about JavaScript event main loop. But mm, I like Python. So you will, and you only, this is unique to you. You will find out that you care about some stuff and some stuff you just don't care about and you don't like. So find that and go as deep as you can. That's what she said. Yeah, so keep learning. Keep learning. Stay hungry. And number three, your colleagues. You're going to work with people. You're going to work with your team. And here's the most important thing. Assume that every single one of your colleague know something or knows knows something that you don't i stole this one from jordan peterson right and uh, it's kind of a little bit tweaked it but sure right assume every single one of your colleagues knows something you don't or because you don't, you might not care about the things that you don't know that they know, but they might know something you need to know, and assume that, and that's why you have to listen when they say anything, when they try to explain a problem or try to explain their own code and why it's working this way, or read the comments. It's sometimes from the comments you can tell the personality of the person who writes this thing, unless the person don't don't do any comments. That's a different story. But yeah, right? And then listen to you in the meetings, right? Uh, maybe you're junior, but speak up only when you... I would advise against speaking up too early in meetings, you will know the time when you actually want to speak up. Just absorb as much information. That's my advice. I mean, you, your personality could be your be you could be extrovert, and your personality can shine, and that's absolutely fine. But I am introvert, so what I would do is I would absorb as much information. I try to understand the situation before I speak. That's just my style, but that's my advice as well. First week, first two weeks, try just to absorb unless you're asked, and then. When you ask, don't freak out, right? If somebody asks you a question in a meeting, don't freak out and don't try to impress anybody because don't, nobody, frankly, care, right, that you're impressing them. It's just, this is not an enemy uh, movie or, or cartoon, right? It's not, it's not going to be, so, oh my God, this guy is a genius. No, nah, nah, this is not an enemy, okay, guys? Yeah, so assume that they will genuinely know your opinion and then speak up and just say, yeah, well, let's just think about it logically and just follow logic. So it's okay, there's your question, you're just asking about this. Uh, I think it might be a good idea, right? If you do it this way. And if you don't have any, have any opinion, that's absolutely fine because you're new. What do you know, right? It's just, you just, you're, you're probably in your 20s. So yeah, what did you face in your life to know things, right? You have to stuff, and that's absolutely fine. That's why you have to just experience and absorb knowledge, and then don't try to impress anybody. Don't speak to impress. Speak to solve a problem, and that matters, okay? So that's where your colleagues assume, listen, and come back with something useful, right? So always, because the knowledge that your colleague might have will add to your knowledge and you have no idea until this day right 
15, 16 years of professional experience, every single day I go to work, I learn something new. Because it's an unlimited knowledge. You're going to learn something new and you're going to be really hyped up when you know that, right? Because that's awesome to know something. It's a weapon to know something that other people don't. That's a weapon you can use and you can sheath it. Sheath means hide it, keep it for you and use it only when you absolutely need to. Don't babble words that you heard someone else say. Keep it, analyze it. And we're going to come to that point, that's the, the other final point, which is like a question everything. Come to that. Point number four. Never, ever, ever badmouth your colleagues' code. Okay? The co- even if the code sucks, even if the code is so bad, never, ever do that. That's just unprofessional that absolutely destroys your your career and 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 your life it might be enticing to gossip about someone says oh look at this gal or girl or guy that they don't know how to write code look at them it's like using a recursion without a base condition or look at them oh doing a loop with a big of n square no don't be that guy don't don't be that guy, guys. Don't be that guy. Never, ever do this. Yeah. If you see something bad, speak up. But hey, be nice. Genuinely be nice because people are nice to whomever they are nice to. So it's like, yeah, if you saw a piece of code that you don't understand or you think it's bad, yes, you absolutely sure it's bad. Never say that I'm absolutely sure it's bad. Say that, hey, I think... We can write this in a better way, uh, like might be like this to avoid that extra latency. Because if we have like a big array that might uh, slow things down, or for example, or we're querying this database, but that uh, field that you're querying essentially uh, doesn't have an index, so uh, that's going to be slow. Maybe we're going to want to add an index. So, uh, do you want me to create an issue to create an index on the database for that field? Or, hey, you're doing a select star here, uh, but you're only using the uh, name field, so might as well just do... So yeah, try to, as much as possible, never talk about uh, other people's code or try to uh, just uh, go to your manager and say, oh, this guy wrote a bad code and I, uh, and I helped him and I did this and I did that. Managers don't like that, boss. Nobody like that, by the way, right? Always stay humble, right? And yeah, you're going to find a lot of bad code. Just point it nicely. And that goes to you guys, senior engineers specifically. Most senior engineers are just absolute assholes sometimes because they reach the after five or six years and they think they know everything. You don't, guys. You don't know jack, right? So just be nice. Chill, right? Yeah, you're always going to learn something. Sometimes the, the code that you think is bad is there for a reason. Can you be curious to know why it's there and assume you're wrong? Even if you're absolutely 100% sure that it's bad. 
propose a good solution. Don't just say, oh, that's a problem, oh, that's bad, that's code is bad, and just stay back. No, be nice and propose a solution. So I said, okay, can we do it this way instead? Uh, because that could be bad, right? And I see this all the time on open source uh, repositories, and the, the poor maintainers are getting slaughtered out there. They're getting slaughtered. For what? For 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 an uninitialized variable, for God's sake. It's just it's just a mess out there, guys. I don't know, man. So don't be that guy. Right? Just be nice. Because we're all human. We crave social interaction and we like people to treat us to treat us good, right? Even if you're not, if the person that you're talking to is not a perfect engineer, and nobody is, right? Try to teach him, even if you're good. Now I'm speaking to the senior ones, right? The people who think they're senior and you know everything. No, speak and treat people like they are a human being. And always try to teach. Don't try to force your ideologies on someone. Last point. Question everything. I'm back to the junior ones now. Question every single thing. Guys, if this code is written by a developer who has 30 years of experience, that doesn't mean it's perfect. That doesn't mean they know everything. If it's written by Sergey Bren or Larry Page, even so, it doesn't mean anything right? Because guess what? Don't take it for granted. Question everything. If you don't understand something, question everything. Yeah, you might look stupid for people who are essentially over their head and they think any question is dumb. You don't want to work with those people, right? You want people to work with colleagues and people that can essentially, essentially accept those questions, and most companies have good engineers, and they will not hire arrogant engineers, right? You don't want to be an arrogant engineer, guys. Believe me, right? So always, always question everything. You're reading a piece of code, and you don't understand something. Say, well, why is this here? I don't understand it. And this come back to our first point. It's like, oh, there's a, there might be a reason for it, right? Because it's like, yeah, even if you're reading it, you think it's a bad code, but no. It's the most optimal code that's be written for that particular use case because of million other things that you don't know jack about, right? Because you're new. You don't know anything, right? So question, and they will explain it. And guess what? When they explain it to you, it's like, hey, we are, we did this for 20 years, and that's the best solution we came up with, you might come uh, come back and say, well, yes, yeah, been 20 years, but I heard about this technology that could do this and this and this, right? Oh, you guys are doing sharding, for example, by hand, and you're writing all this code here. Why about, what about we can use a technology like Vitesse that does the sharding for us and kind of minimize? They might say, okay, that's a great idea, Right? We might consider it. Go ahead and re go and research. And you come back. And this might be a fruitful. And it says, whoa, this guy suggested something. And it became, and it saves the company hundreds of millions of dollars because of you. 
because that question that you were so afraid to ask obviously not every question will lead to something you have gotta be re uh, realistic here right it's not it's not gonna be always the positive side you might propose a technology that say nope i'm sorry that technology uh, and you come, you, you, you go, okay, go ahead, go research that technology, come back. And then it's going to always get, only give us 5% performance or, or 7% performance. Now the company, back to the uh, CTO, the chief technical officer, right? And technology officer. And here is like where the CTO, a real good CTO will come. It's like, okay, is it really worth it to move to this technology, for a seven percent, and most CTOs will say no, right? Because that makes sense, sense fiscally, right? Just like yeah, it doesn't really make sense to move to this technology if for just a seven percent or five percent or even four or even ten percent. If it gives like 50, 70, 80 percent, then whoa, 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 wait a second. Definitely need to move that. And that's I think what most of the problems happen with Kubernetes. A lot of people are just blindly moving to this technology without the without knowing the cost of this technology of maintaining all this infrastructure right and which leads them up to like okay oh maintain all this infrastructure but oh no how about we, oh do you, you don't need to maintain just host it in the cloud and the cloud is not cheap right so that's another topic for another time but question everything guys question every single thing you're reading a code question it right you're reading some doc question it if you feel you don't understand something question everything and that will immediately lead to something right and you might lead into it depends really on who are you questioning some people are impatient and that just i'm sorry that's just your bad luck to work with people like that right some people are really really helpful right and I work with a lot of impatient people and I work with a lot of patient people. And obviously I prefer the patient people because I can learn right, from them. Obviously don't, don't try to go over the board by asking them every single minute a question and just absorbing all their bandwidth. Be realistic, right? Just like try to answer some of these questions yourself. Compile the most important thing that, that those questions that you absolutely couldn't answer right by actually spending some mental cycles all right guys uh that was some advices that i i can give you guys for especially i know i i tailored so these examples for back-end engineering but i believe it fits for every level and pretty much fits for any type of engineer front-end or back-end but most of my examples were given here as like essentially back-end engineering example because that's my experience and uh, hope you enjoyed this video. What do you guys think? What did I miss? And what do you want me to talk about next? Stay awesome. Stay safe. Stay humble. See you in the next one.